<laughs> Mondy McMichael. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. What was that Monday? Uh, that stretchy. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, this is the Hard R Wrestling Podcast. I'm your boy, your favorite uncle, J. Lou, and um, uh, the tribal chief of uh, Light Skin Negroes. And uh, I have my partner, see, hey, I'm representing the shirt, the bloodline, baby. Uh, yeah, please don't look at me like that. Anyway, I'm not even rehearsing. <laughs> to I'm my you right now, bro. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you shine it, bro. You shine it. <laughs> to the bottom right is my man, and I want to introduce us. I'm Jay Lou. That's my man, Antonio, Mister Monday Night, aka the Godfather. Monday, say say hi to the good people. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Right to his immediate left box is my man, Big Papa Hunch, uh, Terrence Bunch, aka Die Hard Berg. Say hi to the good people. Oh, okay, okay, uh, hit him with the fingers. Okay, I see you. I see you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Tony. Yo, yo, yo. Most people call you Tony. Hmm. I'm calling him Monday. Tony, I'm going to call you Monday oh, since Mr. I Mr. Monday Night. Mr. Monday Night. Tony, Tony, cut the shit. <laughs> you take me back to my teaching days with that right Cut the shit, Tony. <laughs> Tony, cut the shit. And, <laughs> and to my right, I have the podcasting legend. I have my man, Craig, Greg Action Jackson. Wow. wow. Yes, yes. You're a podcast legend. Yes, I said it. I said it. So listen, uh, I don't know about all that, but, you know, I, I, I do. Oh, come on. He's being so modest, man. That that man does soccer. <laughs> that man does wrestling. That man does everything. He's half man, had amazing. Stop it. But listen, uh, I know what you're thinking. You're looking at this, right? And you're thinking, oh, my God, not another freaking podcast. I know there's a lot out there. Um, we are going to be wrestling focused. I know there's a lot of that content out there, too, especially a lot of uh, black content creators. However, we're going to be a little different. We're going to have a conversation every week. It's just basically like your uncles getting around, you know, they, after they didn't had a few and they just talking about wrestling stuff that they've been liking since they were 15, 16, three, four years old. So that's the conversation we're going to have. But, you know, we can show you better than we're going to tell you. Am I right? Look, look, I right a little barbershop talk. Yeah, you know, I said barbershop you, wrestling talk. It, you know, if you will. If, if you, you will. will. If you will. Will. If you will. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so why don't we go ahead and kick it off? I want everybody to introduce themselves. And after you introduce yourself, tell the good people uh, the era where you got into wrestling for the first time. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and kick it off briefly. My name's Jay Lou. God, you got some long fingers, man. I have very long fingers. <laughs> Um, my wife loves them. And um, <laughs> I have known. You have long feet, too, if you know what that means. <laughs> long socks. Miss Golden Snackdown on you with every damn world. <laughs> As you can probably tell, I've known these guys for a long time. I've probably known uh, Greg for the least uh, amount of time. Uh, we met at a financial institution. Should I just say that? We don't want to mention names, do we? 
and with a plethora, uh, ooh. a plethora of gorgeous women. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, buddy. A lot Those of hate days. Those call center, that call center line, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, uh, Terrence, I've been knowing him for, oh my gosh, uh, since middle school. I probably won't know him the longest. So oh, since man. since we were in middle school, yeah. and then my boy Tonio is literally the godfather to my uh, one of my kids. So know him for a long ass time. Met him in the band in, in high school, the era where I actually started uh, to watch wrestling um was in believe it or not high school when i was a kid um when i was a smaller kid like seven eight i thought wrestling was the stupidest fucking thing i was like i didn't get it i was like it's <laughs> fake i don't understand why people want like this but it wasn't until a little bit later where i got like oh okay it's kind of like a movie like it's supposed to be fake and I, i'm supposed to sort of like go along with it and then tell, tell the truth. Tell the truth. It wasn't to you guys on TV. Not fake. It's scripted. <laughs> it's scripted. It on TV, and he was like, "Oh, I got on TV. Oh, I'm, I'm about to do this every week." And you realize, "Oh, they yeah. do it. They don't come back around." <laughs> we gonna talk yeah. about that because I am I am uh, hood famous in in these um uh, WWF yes. uh, uh, VH uh, streets, but uh, we'll talk about that a little later. VHS, yes, the VHS streets. <laughs> yes, but the era. I got into wrestling was that I really got into it was right before the NWO hit, um, and then when it, when when Hulk Hogan you know uh, flipped and, Dirty and came here on Bash of the Beach, I was hooked. <laughs> like I was blown away because I was like, that this is not supposed to happen. Hulk Hogan is a good guy. Everybody knows that. Say you pray, you know. I mean, he's a racist now. We know that. Oh, but back oh, then, he was the man. How could he turn? Oh, say what Admit you it, Jason. Hogan didn't exist till his beard got dirty. <laughs> I mean, and Jason, you, oh, you loved it, Jason, when Hogan uh, told you to stick it. That's what you said. Yeah. And <laughs> all, I was, all you all you can really know is that uh, Bobby Heenan was right. What? He he was oh, right the whole exactly. time. He hated he hated Hulk Hogan, and we didn't listen. <laughs> you know, no, but um, but yeah, that's around the era. I was I was I'll be honest. I'll be honest, guys. I was a closeted wrestling fan i didn't want anybody to know the only people that i used to talk to wrestling about were mainly these two guys at the bottom terrence and antonio i ain't wonder about it because i was like it was you know i was like it was, it was, it was still kind of nerd it hadn't blown up like the the attitude era with the rock and you know triple h and all that stuff and degeneration yeah. so i hadn't blown up yet so i was embarrassed to watch it but i would sneak in and talk to him about it but anyway uh enough about my wrestling experience great well, I'm, I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and lob it to you real quick. Oh me, okay. Um, you might. Yeah, well, tell the people about yourself, and then you know. Uh yeah, you know it's uh, Greg O Black here. Uh, yeah, I do uh, a couple of podcasts here and there. Um, mm. Yeah, like I, I, I've been following wrestling since I was crap. It's been over thirty years at this point. It's been like yeah. 30, 35. Like I, I probably say uh, I, I came in in, in the eighties in the golden era. You know, Hogan, Andre, Macho, um, like me, I'm from North Carolina. So, like, I kind of had the best of both worlds. I was getting both WWF as well as uh, uh, the NWA, Crockett Crock and everything. And, yeah, so, like, I was just, like, a, a kid in the candy store. Like, I really don't know, like, what exactly uh, 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 any particular angle that, that, that pulled me in. It was just, like, it just all came at one time and just – Whatever I could find, whether it was WWF, uh, NWA, AWA, um, 
the funny thing is that I didn't really even know about Mid South until like much later on, and it was like, oh, this shit's actually cool. I'm cool too. And um, sure. but yeah, like, and, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just um, you know, being able to have that, I think that just to go back old, go back to the point where I know like at least the last bit of like old school wrestling, and and to mm-hmm. see where it is now, like it's it's um it's definitely been um been been cool to. To, to witness and to see that growth, whether, you know, good or bad, you know, the the days of Duke the Dumpster Drossy and it's come it's come it's come a long way. But um but yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm uh I say you see all my soccer stuff. I'll probably uh go into that at, at some point. But uh but yeah, you know, I'm uh you know growing up it, you 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 really didn't know all the the black kids that were in the soccer like because like I said it was it was a, definitely a thing as far as being closeted and like you know and just being like <laughs> out with it like we had like maybe like like two three months back when DX NW was hot and then it was like nah you can't do that no more so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't tell your teacher to suck it right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, I'll go ahead and, uh, well, yeah, I guess we were all uh, closeted in our own way. Pause. Anyway, uh, Antonio, go ahead and uh, uh, introduce yourself and <laughs> tell the people what uh, era uh, that brought you uh, to the dance. What's going on, everybody? This is me, Antonio, Tony, whatever shit. have you, cut the shit, what that. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, kind of like Greg, I came in like during the little golden age, and like I say, the mid mid late 80s around 86 7 ish or so is when i became a wrestling mm-hmm. fan and um as that's all due much respect to my um my late uncle uncle butch uncle my uncle butch was a huge wrestling fan and when some nights i would go spend the night around him and my aunt's house with my cousins and everything on saturday nights and every saturday night man uncle butch was watching um World Championship Wrestling. And this is before it was mm. WCW Saturday night. It was just World yeah. Championship Wrestling, two hour Saturday night wrestling show. And I just used to watch. He was sitting in his big lazy boy chair, you know, front and center. He would be so excited. And like, I'm around this for be my cousins playing Nintendo and stuff. And I'm in there with him watching, you know, watching it. And I remember he was so excited because the Rock and Roll Express had just came back. It was his favorite tag team. And he was just. He was so excited, like, oh, man, Rock and Roll Express is back, and I would see these guys go up there and do it. So I was watching it with him every once in a while, but it wasn't until he took me to a wrestling show at the Norfolk Scope. And, you mm. know, Jay, Jason and, you know, Bunch here, they know about the scope. I'm sure Greg knows about the scope. A lot of, too. you know, say a lot of classic wrestling events especially surrounding wcw and, and, and scope so people the people that you know what i'm saying not from that area right yeah it's, it's a uh it's our uh, it's our arena it's an arena down in the um norfolk virginia norfolk virginia area and it's downtown it is downtown, downtown yeah. norfolk i mean it's a lot of pay-per-views from the nwa wcw were done there it's like starcade 87 yeah. was there that was when the road warriors were were heels mm. going up against Sting and Dusty, you know, yeah. like even even one of our teachers because me that and Jason, and, eye or something? yeah, that was like right before that, you know, so right after yeah. that, so like me, Jason, and Bunch all kind of grew up together at a certain point, and one of our teachers is actually sitting front row, Mr. Pontus, you know, Pontus. shout out to Mr. P. Pontus, Mr. Number P, one, um, Mr. P. 
Yeah, Mr. P doing that. But um, yeah, he took me to my first wrestling show, and I remember the card down to the T. That was the great Muda versus Eddie, Eddie Gilbert, Sting versus Mike Rotunda. Daggone, um, you also had the Road Warriors versus the Samoan SWAT team. Nice. I mean, and that turned into a big Donnie Brook. <laughs> but the, the person that caught my eye the most, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick Flair was taking on Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat was the oh, world gosh. champion at the time. Oh my was the, God. Was, yeah, Ricky <laughs> Steamboat was the world champion. He came out yeah. and you know and everything. And then all of a sudden, the, the music 2001 hit, spotlight hit, and you saw Ric Flair come out with the robe. It was sparkling. Oh, oh. And he had the platinum bleach blonde hair. And he had two women walking down. I was just like, yo, this dude. I'm like, why are you people booing him? This man. This is the man right here. This so, is history in the making. Right. So I, you know, I that's when I really got into it. And like I said, that's golden age. So I, you know, down in that area was NWA, WCW territory. But I also yeah, saw your yeah. WWF, of course, with Hulk Hogan, eat your prayers, say your vitamins, all that Ooh. good stuff and everything like that. So yeah, I mean, that's, say, I think you said eat your prayers, say your vitamins. I think you said I did. That. No, well, <laughs> well, I mean, you can. It's but... it's, it's, it's I about hulk hogan we all know but um yeah we're gonna have that, a whole man. episode That's... on you we coming for you nigga we coming for you this, oh, yeah, today. The, the anniversary was just a couple of days yeah. ago yeah the, yeah oh, anniversary was a couple of days of of that you know of the we coming for you like that so yeah man so i just that's what i started man that's good and no i wasn't a closet fan my everyone he knew was that out. he was weird. out he was everyone, out and proud yeah everyone was like oh my god i like I went to wrestling shows. People, teachers be like, what did you do this weekend? I saw Wrestling Challenge. I saw NWA. I saw Sting get chopped by Rick Flair. Had, That's what, I, I, what had, I saw. Listen, I had, the, I had the action figures and everything. I used to bring them to school with one of oh one God. of our classmates. This stuff. We used to compare Stop our it. action figures and stuff. So, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Nice, 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 nice. All right. Bunch, you're, you're up next, sir. I'm going to time you <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes, go. No, I'll just playing. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I was golden age as well, um, mid-80s. I got into it. My mom, she used to always watch it. And uh, we had this house in the Hoy Acres in Chesapeake, Virginia. And we had the, the garage that was set up as a den. So she used to always watch, you know, wrestling down there. And I would go down there and watch it with her. And that's when... Uh, the uh, Four Horsemen was really running rampant, and man, I remember when they they messed Sting up his leg up that first time. Yeah, and just like, wow. was a club yeah, my, yeah, my mom, my mom, loved, yeah, my mom loved some Sting. She was like, "That white boy, his nice buns. I never been a white boy with buns like that." I was like, "Oh my god, mom!" <laughs> oh, as a kid, as a kid, I was traumatized, but I was like. You might as well say some reckless stuff. My mom said reckless stuff about The Rock. I'm like, yeah. I've never looked at her the same. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I used to, like, I, I watched, um, you know, NWA, you know, WCW more than I watched WWF back then. You know, to me, I I, I knew all the people, Hogan, you know, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Roddy Piper, all the, but I mostly watched, like, when they had the pay-per-views and stuff like that. So, uh, WrestleMania, VP. But it was always more, you know, WCW, NWA to me. And I used to always watch um, the other wrestling, the, 
I can't even remember the name of it, but it used to have the Von Erics in it. And then world class, world class, yeah, world class. Yeah. World class. Yeah. And, mm. and even before Shawn Michaels, Chris Adams had that super kick boy. I was, I, I used to love he used to, Gen- <laughs> gentlemen, Chris Adams. <laughs> yeah. I, I used right. to love that dude, man. But, um, I can also yeah. had hair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A little bit of it, but he had hair. Yeah. And he took his wife and then he took his <laughs> wife, but we know. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I used to, you know, and then me and my my best friend, you know, um, Tonio and uh, Jason, you know, Jason Connie, you know, we used to always go to different wrestling shows, and uh, we actually we would go to the independent ones when we got older, and we actually did we actually did uh, wrestling, you know, independent wrestling was on the scene. He actually uh, kept going with it, you know. Me life got in the way and I stopped, but he ended up, you know, Reverend Jay Boogie, he was doing shows. And it's funny because uh, Swerve, he ended up being his partner coming up, and it was supposed to be me. So it's kind of funny because wow. Swerve took my yeah. spot, and now, <laughs> you know, Swerve's up, you know, like, whatever. It could have been my house. Yeah. It should have been my house. <laughs> <laughs> bunch house. That's it good. Bunch wow. house. But, yeah. Bunch I mean, house. You know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's just me. You know, I'm a wrestling fan, you know, pretty much my whole life. Uh, I didn't care who knew about it. You know, I just, that was just me. And, you know, I I do want to say this. I apologize for anything I say in advance that might offend somebody or somebody like, did you just say that? Yes, I did. Yes, it. he said it. Yes. <laughs> he meant every yes. word but, of it. But, but, but it's always fun. You know, we, we yeah. have a good time. So it's all good. Real quick, I want to just get off the script yeah. real quick, just real quick. Absolutely. For all of us, I want to add, what was the first pay-per-view you remember ordering or seeing? Now, I, I go, for me, I can remember the first pay-per-view. I don't even remember how we even got this pay-per-view, but Ooh. it was SummerSlam 89, oh. I believe, SummerSlam 89, and the main event was Hogan and Macho Man Ooh. versus, um no, Hogan and Brutus Beefcake versus Zeus and the Macho Man. Macho Man, yeah. Yeah, that was like the very first paper. Yeah, that was the first, you know, when um, Zeus, a.k.a. uh, Debo, you know, he was Rest in peace, rest in peace, Debo. Rest in peace, you know, um, Tiny Lester, Zeus Tiny Lester, but that was the very first pay-per-view that I remember getting. What about you guys? Ooh, um, for me, you know what? Actually, Terrence probably don't even know this. I think one of the first pay per views I witnessed was I think either e- either over over his house or Jason McConney's house, and I remember the one of the main events was like DDP and 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 the Macho Man. Really yeah. with the, that was I remember that. And the first one I remember ordering for myself was uh, I want to say WrestleMania fourteen one with um you know Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, and, and Mike Tyson. Was that fourteen? Yeah. yeah, and I just remember I'm gonna say, and that's the moment I was like, I'm a fan for life. When um when when DX when the DX band played Shawn Michaels in, that was peak everything. I'm like, this just the, the music, the the intensity. I was in that shit. But anyway, but yeah, those are my my first two I remember. Okay. Um. So of course I'm a, I'm so old school. You know, I I, I did yeah. the whole watch the watch the uh, pay per views with all the squiggly lines. I was gonna say the box too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the one like 
the first one that I that I clearly remember watching was uh, Starcade ninety uh, ninety seven Sting and Hogan. Um, mm. Yeah, like I was over at my my homie Quincy's house and like we were just chilling. Like I, I didn't even know that they had actually actually had, like ordered it. And like we're just watching. We're like, oh, wow. oh, so we're just watching them. We're just watching the whole show. Like that's 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 what we're doing. <laughs> um, the first one I actually remember ordering. Oh, man, I think that was probably WrestleMania 22, I think. Either 22 or 23. Um, that's probably, I think it was 23, now that I think about it. Um, that was um, Sean and um, and Cena and uh, Taker and Batista. Mm. And, um, but yeah, like, um, and like, because like for a while, like, I'll, I'll be the one, like, I would like, because uh, Hooters used to show. Yes. Yes. Pull up there and and just like, and that'd be like a whole a whole vibe there. And um, yeah. yeah so it was like yeah, like you know, what it wouldn't really need to like really uh in person uh, or order home and everything. But um, but yeah, like uh, of course now everything's all all, all five dollars, five dollar footlongs, five dollar peacocks, all that <laughs> all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, I know me. Um, the first one I ever remember seeing was the WrestleMania where Hogan body slam Andre. I was really little. Oh, you watched that? Wow. You saw that live classic. Yeah. yeah, I watched that. But um, like growing up, we didn't really order the pay per view, but we had the box, and mm-hmm. we would we would get all the channels. Of course, we would spice it up. These young kids have no idea what we're talking about. It's <laughs> just take our word for it. It's the nasty channels that it was our porn hub. <laughs> every 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 pay per view we used to watch the in the house shows. My you know oh, one of my favorite man. ones when uh oh, yeah. friends yeah. better enemies when Shawn Michaels mm. went against uh Diesel. Yes. Did he that take someone's great. leg off? I, I yeah. definitely remember. Um, he, did. Um, he did. He took somebody's leg off. Uh, Mad Dog and Sean. <laughs> yeah, Mad Dog and Sean, yeah. yeah, the, the, sure, the, two, yeah. the two dudes with attitudes. As they yeah, play. man. Yeah, I, man. I, I remember seeing uh, Razor and Shawn Michaels in the ladder match. Like, I saw all of them. You know, like, we that's all we did. Like, every time it was on, we go to Jason's house. His dad, the box. His uncle will always get one. And we was good. We watched calls. Every last one of them, man. So and, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that's man. what's up. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So we we talked about you know uh, what's what's went on in the past. So what just happened a few days ago was WrestleMania. Which WrestleMania was this? Like eighty five? Eighty five? What? Which one is this one? Thirty eight, man. Thirty eight. WrestleMania 38 of anything from Dallas, Texas. Um, of course, what the two things everybody's sort of talking about is, you know, your tribal chief and him winning and him possibly breaking, uh, uh, dislocating his arm. But of course, nothing tops Cody Luther King coming back a couple of months after black history month and saving wrestlemania and black people this i mean can it, what does not what can this man not do god bless you cody martin luther king uh uh junior he's here 
He's he, he's in the WWE. Like we're going to, I think, I think we owe it to everybody to have an episode just on Cody. But um, for for right now, what was everybody's um, thoughts on Cody's um, return back home to the WWE? Oh, the crowd was really. I, I will. I will say the crowd was super into everything about yeah. that match. So yeah. the WWE it was a great match. It worked great it match. to perfection. Yeah, everything uh, executed I, to perfection. I will say it was one of the worst kept secrets in wrestling. First of all, because like everyone knew that this was, you know, this was going to happen. And then I think Did that. Did we know? You know I, well, I put it like this. I had this doubt. Is I had doubt. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna worked. say this is. He I'm gonna say this is why. This is why I was. This is why I would say I don't I, I I didn't doubt it. I think that was just thrown out there to try to throw people off, but I think it was pretty much set in stone that Cody was going to to come back. I put it like this: it I thought it was great. Don't get me wrong; I'm not knocking. It was great him coming back, but um, think about when the Hardys had came back to WWE. Like that was kind of like an oh that, shit, like you wasn't expecting. That was a big that, bump. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was unexpected. Happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this one, you kind of knew it was go- it was going to happen. You know, I was probably like 2% sure, 2% unsure. But other than yeah. that, I knew it was going to be there. It was great. I mean, but that was I, more AEW's fault, though. They put right. it out there and he was gone. So that Right. And you know, that, that, right. And that probably was a thing to just kind of spoil the quote unquote yeah. surprise that it was supposed to be. I thought it was great that he came back. Uh, shout out to a few things. Shout out to they let him still be the American yeah. nightmare. You know what I'm saying? You know the American nightmare gimmick. Shout out to them letting him keep his theme music he got when he first left them and he went to um, Independent, was ever New Japan and every like, shout out to that. You know, it's like how they say sometimes you got to leave something to prove your point. And he proved his point when he left and he came back. And then I mean, it won't like he came back and it was the same Cody. It's who he was and put and put on a hell of a match. And and he did a couple of shout outs to he did a shout out to the Stardust gimmick with the little cartwheel and doing that and everything. So, I mean, I thought it was, of course, his daddy. Yeah. The little shuffle. Right. Right. The shuffle. I thought it was, I thought it was great that he came back and, it was. I think it was awesome that it was Seth Rollins. You know, because Seth was a dusty disciple going oh, yeah. up against Dusty's off, offspring. So yeah. I, I and he's Seth freaking Rollins. Like I mean, right. Not and gonna mess and up also right just the fact that like he's been probably been one of the more vocal. You know, just in like the WWE versus AEW. Absolutely. It's like yeah. that, uh, that compare and contrast. Like he's probably been one of the more vocal people taking on basically. Mr. A- AEW, um, right. so uh, that, yeah, that 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 whole context, like it, it made for just a great setting. And they let him win. They yeah, yeah they, didn't, they didn't. They let him win. They sting didn't sting because we because we know right because we know how petty Vince is mm-hmm. about people that leave. He didn't make people, oh, right. Oh, you, you, you know did. what? You know what? Though, even though he did, so I mean, you could kind of make the argument like he did, sort of make. 
Kobe a little Cody a little bit. I mean, it's not like the American Nightmare Cody. He he created that himself, but no, I mean, you know, it's not like uh, a Sting okay. situation or a giant such a you know big show situation. I, I see what you mean. Uh, I, I, see what I don't know. know. There's a lot because of Dusty too, though. You know, like Dusty he's too. Doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's the the reason he's doing it is for his dad. So it's like I can respect that. And you did go out and make yourself a huge star. And I know, you know, you said and did some things, you know, we ain't really like, we ain't agree with, but, you know. Yeah. You created a competition out of indie yeah. bookings and other indie darlings. You yeah, created and it, a competition, yeah, it, a billion yeah, dollar competition. Yeah. At the end of the I mean, day, you can't do nothing but respect, man. So. Yeah. I, I think that he definitely had to leave just because he was getting the perpetual little brother treatment like like yeah you like you like because like, he because when he first debuted he was like 20 21 years old yeah. so like you're yeah. basically a, a literal pup um in, in the game and i think for a lot of people they, they, uh, they were treating him as like yeah you're just that little brother like you, like we, we don't see you in, in in that light and so like he had to go out go out in, in the indies go out in uh impact go out in uh, roh go out to japan and then ultimately um, set, help setting up uh, AEW. And I think you had enough of a body of work to be like, oh, okay, we can uh, we can actually work with this. We can yeah. um, we can do this. And I, I definitely uh, to piggyback on Monty's point, uh, just uh, the, the fact that they, they allowed him to keep his, his interest music, his gear, let's keep that god awful neck tat. Trash. Um, <laughs> and I, don't like I did like that uh, WWE had that uh, 3D graphic of that terrible ass. Yeah, uh, like, uh, 3D. yeah, that was impressive. Man. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Even though it's a horrible fucking tattoo, and he should get rid of it. And, and that, and know, that's that's a credit off. to you know for all the shit that I think a lot of people are saying about WWE right now, as far as just their creative and just their overall content, like. When when it's time for them to try to make a star, they'll they'll go all out and like and they made that that neck tattoo work. They made that logo yep. work. They made his interest music work. It's like honestly, I wasn't that crazy about the music back in AEW. They're like like just I don't know, but just the fact that they had better uh, acoustics in, in the yep. arena and better audio, it was like oh, it makes all the difference. This in the works. Yeah, this works. I agree. And, um, like they even and, made and they just did the presentation just made him feel like a big freaking like this is a yeah, game yeah, changer absolutely. even if you're not a yeah. you know wrestling you know you don't follow aw you don't even know what fuck aw is you've been living over the tree like you you like the impression that you got with this was a big fucking deal so yeah, uh, yeah. kudos to them for for doing something that it's is obvious because they let's face it wwe does not do what's best for business all the time because they are some petty motherfuckers sometimes i mean yeah when, when you've been doing this as long as they have i think it's just a matter of just being complacent and you run into like yeah, you're basically a, where yeah. where they are right now is where all those old territories were when they had their their old bookers and everything you're like yeah you're basically like the the tables have almost gone to a 360 where you have the tables of booker turn. who he might be he might be jacked up for a 76 year old but he's still 76 and it's like yo like like but every so often you have a night like a night or a weekend like you have a wrestlemania it's like oh still got it every every, every so often you can still pull it out 
And um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that with, with Cody, like I say, he definitely made him look as much of a big deal. I think honestly better than what he ever looked like in um in, in AW. Like they actually met, made this the the um the Homelander look work. I was like, yo, like they 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 Cody needs to leave that shit alone. He's gonna be canceled if he goes the Homelander route. I watched the boys and good God. Uh so some other stuff that was sort of going that that happened um that that um kind of um got me going was uh, uh, a Sasha Banks who I'm a huge fan of. Her and Naomi uh got the uh um tag team the, the uh, women's tag team championships. Um Sasha's shockingly her first win at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, that's, wow, that, that's yeah, some that's bullshit, but you know, that's whatever. About she'll leave time. and become the rock and you know, she'll make a gazillion dollars. So I, she'll be fine. Uh uh, another big thing for uh, you know a, a big thing for me was uh, the um, um, uh, Bex and um, Belair and Bianca Belair. Um, that was really dope. What was dope for me was like the homage to uh, that the Bex did to Marvel, like the whole you know her her different eras in in the in the opening package. Yeah, and then you had the. Um, you know the uh the uh texas southern university band um getting beyond that yeah. was dope like i was i was willing to yeah. do that you know hbcu stand up by the way uh so you know that was really cool um yeah and then of course the main event was uh you know your tribal chief uh oh, roman oh, reigns oh, no. give, give, give mcafee some love too man yeah i was i was actually going to mention him after this but we'll, we'll oh, go to him first extremely over holy shit yeah, is yeah. he not one of the most over acts that the wwe has right now yeah I, I think that like for those of those of y'all out there that that um that do kind of go into the weeds and they're you know following um nxt and like um his matches yeah. with adam cole uh was yeah. Last year? yeah yeah yeah, yeah classic um, and like for those of y'all that don't know like he's been like he trained with uh, one of the legendary wrestlers, uh, Rip Rogers, uh, down in uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Like he put in the work, like for yeah. for some years. And so it wasn't a fluke when he uh, when he wrestled against Adam Cole last year. And then fast forward to this past weekend, going against Austin Theory, who's also a blue chip guy himself. Like yeah, yeah he absolutely knocked it out the park. I'm like. Like whether it's been commentary, whether it's been the ring, like he could he could drop his own pipe bomb, like he like because he, he's that guy in <laughs> yeah. the ring in commentary. He's kind of the goat he's right now. Like he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I'm he's in the only reason I've been watching SmackDown, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, the, the, the Pittsburgh actually kind of gets on my nerves from time to time, but you know, I work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, here's I mean, the thing too that you got to remember about Pat McAfee, you know, and. When it comes to, uh, in terms of him being a former NFL player, you know, kickers are usually former all decade. I gotta really right. He's a former all decade. You know all that, but people, you know, kind of always kind of shit or piss on kickers and stuff like that. This dude was a punter, but he was out there laying people out like if he got a chance <laughs> to tackle, yeah, and stuff like that. You know, tackle yeah. and stuff like that. And like you know, and like Greg said, he actually put in the work. He went to wrestling school years ago yeah. and tried to get into it. You know, wow. like that. So yeah, he actually put the work in. Yeah, so he, he, shows. Like, yeah. 
He's right, so and to see good. him be as athletic as he is, you know. See how he jumped on that. Yeah, right. You know, and you know what though? Like that's 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 an interesting point right there because I think for a lot of people, uh, especially the, those who follow football, they always look at the kickers and punters as like not really being a part of the team, yeah. they're not really a football player. And like, so you see a guy like Pat McAfee who's showing that he's probably even more athletic than guys who were out there um, snagging yeah. heads. And, um, um, yes. And, and, and he has a Super Bowl ring. Just, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like, he came like, out he, with the Dallas cheerleaders. Like, hell's right. Like, um, and Seven Nation Army. Like, yeah, you know, bro, you, you, bro, you, you know, bro. you know, they paid a grip for him to come out the seven. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Quickly, real briefly, why, why, y'all, why, y'all, uncle, uh, this man out there trying to get a stunner? That was the most <sighs> horrible, horrible looking shit. Like, bro, yeah, this. Man. No, that's, 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 pride, that's pride fucking with you. That's the one I thought I'm about to touch him. Like, sir, you can't. That's you can barely walk. That's pride fucking with That you know what that is? That's what people say. A term that I always used to hate, but now I kind of get that right there was toxic male ego. Toxic male ego, and I hate. And I hate that term, by the way, but that was that, I said, that, that definitely was toxic. Male. He, listen, we saw him take the, the stunner. He first took the stunner back almost 20 some odd years ago. Yeah, was like, oh, that was the worst man, stunner. It was we like, man. That was, we oh, said man. that was the worst stunner ever. So this he's, man, he's this man, man. This man looked at this <laughs> man looked in the mirror and said, Hold my beer. I'm 90. I look better now. Because like he he looks he looks good for his age, but then you got then you understand like no he's he's still he's still 76 to everybody else. It's like oh yeah, it's it's just old muscle. It's still old. (laughs) Vince should have stopped in ring shit that time. Brock Lesnar gave him the F5 and he broke his fucking hip. Okay. That yeah. is when or, or, or when he walked to the ring and uh, I think it was and Rumble, both his hands and both his hands. Yes. walking. Yeah, it's right. time to and, stop. And, and both this quiet at the same time. Let me By tell you something. I don't, I don't laugh at people injuries or anything, but that is the fun <laughs> one of the funniest videos ever. He just got the, he walked down, he stepped into the ring, took one step, and collapsed. I was like, oh my god! And it's awesome it? like, um, just a kind of. Uh, um, like the first, the first match of Mania was uh, um, Rick Boogs and Shisuke Nakamura oh, yeah. and um, yeah. against the, uh, well, the Rick, Usos man. and and yeah. Boogs ended up tearing his quad. It's like yeah, like yeah. that, that kind of stuff. Like like I said, he was just, he was just walking down the ring and just pop yeah. both at the same time. And, and <laughs> I've still, never I've and, never and, heard and of still, that ever. It just and didn't, it didn't break pride, didn't break nothing. <laughs> he was he was sitting on the mat, be like I, and still trying to boss everybody. Yeah, this kind of king. Sh- so, and, and and before we we gotta move on, on a little bit, but I did no. Say, go ahead. Let me just say, yeah, I love when McAfee was drinking that beer when he was. Like, <laughs> 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 that, was, that was his rest. That was his WrestleMania. That was the best shot. That was his whole weekend. How do you not like? Pay him whatever he demands. He is earning every single. Pay. You know who else? Um, I was. Although I hate him, I hate him personality. I hate the I hate everything about him. 
uh, why he's famous. Why, but Logan Paul yeah. made me a fan. He works yeah. in this environment. This is his environment. Yeah. Like even the little Eddie strut that he did, it pissed me off so much. <laughs> that's, that's, he did that shit so mean, though. That's Bro, presence. Like, that, that's that's presence. presence. You can't teach that. Yeah, you can't. You can't put that in a book. You can't prescribe yeah. to somebody. He just has it. Whatever it is, he has it. You can't yeah. teach that. There yeah. you go. And Shout out to Jake Paul. JR. Jake Paul and, and KO had the most nuclear heat the entire weekend. <laughs> and I loved every moment. And of I it. loved every minute of it. It takes a special person to like this to take that heat and then turn it into something that still works for yep. the match right. itself. And like, yeah, because like I say, if you don't have that presence and you're over here getting shook, uh, uh when people yeah. boo you, like certain yeah. people who who were in a certain championship match, like. So WrestleMania was not, was, you know, hey, it's, it's the marquee event of the year. Uh, however, um, AEW uh, just had uh, their, you know, their, their Wednesday show. I'm becoming an AEW fan. I'm not all the way there, but they had a. They had a pretty good show. I will say though, I, even though I, I I sort of fell asleep on it, but I did see clips of it. Um, my boy, I know for sure, Antonio's boy. He's he, he marks up for him every time. Samoa Joe is now in AEW, and he was go ahead. Who who Platinum was he fighting, Max. Terrence? Platinum Max Bars. Platinum Max Bars. Listen, listen, listen. I am. How can you not push that man to the moon? First of all, question though. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Because you you see his ring gear with the with the silver and pink, like because it it has like a whole yo MTV raps type of vibe. Was he even old enough to to, to know half of that stuff? No, hell no. <laughs> no, not at all. Nah, not I at doubt all. it. Maybe doubt his it. dad. He did, maybe, but... <laughs> I would say maybe he caught the end of maybe he caught the end of Rap City. You know, TRL. He was more TRL. 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 Right. I'm like, the visual is like, TV. Like, I'm like, this, this doesn't, like, you were old enough for this. Hey. Hey. hey Max but... must be protected at all costs, man. He must be. Can know. he start winning matches, though? I, I get, like, he's, man, he's filling Bowen, him up. Bowen is, Bowen is a stud in the ring, man. Yeah, so, Bowen yeah, can he's go. Hurt, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's hurt, too. Yeah. Here's the deal. And, like, like, of course, I, I've, I've gotten into it with, with so many people as far as my ADW <laughs> takes, but like, because mm. like, because like you have, because you have two different dynamics here. You have the dynamic that you have on TV with with Dynamite and Rampage, and then you have their their B show stuff on YouTube with Dark Elevation dark, and AEW right? Dark. And it's like how they're how they're carried on the dark shows as compared to on TV. Is so dynamically different. It's like, yeah. where where is the consistency? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna build this guy up on here, why aren't you translating that success over to to especially, especially like, when they got the crowd, man? They got yeah, the core fan base knows these guys and willing to ride or die with these guys, but then you put them on TV and you're ready to shit on them. I'm like, that makes, that drives me up the yeah. wall. Like one, yeah. you don't even really recap the darks like that. So that way people won't really know about you. 
and then yeah. you put them on like Jim like, Cornette making sense. All, all, all you know is that when they get on TV, they, they get they get they get jobbed out and they get they lose, and you're like, okay, yeah, like I've, I've lost like 40 something matches in a row, but then when I'm dark, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm on the number one number one contender because right. I keep winning on dark. But it's like they're trying to have it both ways. They're like they they know that they're over and people love them, so they have them on uh, Rampage and Dynamite. But you don't want to push them because you want to push everybody else. So it's like you, yeah, you yeah. see you see it, but you just you know so you put them on TV, but you just don't give them the wins, and it, yeah. it, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like every week the acclaim probably besides the. The known, the super known wrestlers, they get the, the biggest pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, get the yeah. biggest pop Whoa. out of like, out of yeah. besides, you know, what I'm saying, out of, you know, let's take Pump, take yeah, Brian, right, right, take right, all yeah. them out. Yeah, but yeah, as yeah. far, let's just say, as far as like the homegrown AEW talent or whatever, because gotta remember, these guys weren't haven't been a tag team for long. Like they they got together in AEW as a team. They put them together as a team, and it's like. They get the large, the loudest pop out of you know, say as far as AEW homegrown. Now I know at one point, like about a couple of weeks ago, they were the number one tag team yeah, and stuff like that. Lost. And I and then they lost, but then they still was up there. It's like they haven't really gotten a a title shot yet. Like I understand AEW wants to do the record, you mm. know, records and oh our record, you know, winning and losing matters and stuff here. I know they want to do that, but really, they're not really, right. That's no, no right. That's what I'm saying. They're not really. They're not really trying to live up. They're not really living up to that because my thing is, hey, if you're going to call this person oh, the number one contender for this person or number one team or whatever like that, hey, put give them give them a title shot. You know, even if they lose, hey, they they, they got they the title shot. They lose. Number one contender, they lose, so you can't give them the title yeah. shot. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, so, we, yeah. All but, right. yeah, but. That, yeah. Samoa, yeah, Samoa Joe, man, he great debut, <laughs> great gig. Same with Regal, you know, a lot you know, of institutional knowledge there, a lot of respect, and, 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 and let's and let's never and let's not traction. forget about let's let Shmoney Joe, baby, Shmoney yeah. Joe came out there and hit the yeah. Shmoney dance. <laughs> Was not <laughs> expecting that one. Bit, not man. expecting that, but it worked. It worked. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I want to talk briefly um about how fucking good FTR is. Like they have been. Killing it lately. Yeah. I say man. I say I say let them I say I say let them have the title match with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Christian Hill turn, let FTR win the belt, and let them have all three. Let them have all three. That's spicy. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been saying for years FTR is one of the best damn tag teams in the world. It's a shame WWE like completely Drop, drop the ball, the ball. Yeah, or else better yet, Vince, Vince hates tag team wrestling or that's whatever. But that's the most important thing. thing. He hey, you you have some of the greatest tag teams ever come from your company, but you hate tag team wrestling, <laughs> and they've been some of the and, best and, and matches. Then, right, and then you like how many times can the New Day and the Usos win the tag belts? Right, I mean, yeah. like, within like a couple of weeks, of course. Even though the Usos right now are in like their longest reign ever, ever, but it's right. like, you know, you I mean, have the opportunity to create something, but you're like, nah, I'd rather just just build them up just to um, just to break them up. Like, like even like 
with what we saw this uh, uh, this past Monday on Raw, like you like you literally just had a fatal four way for the women's tag team titles, and within 24 hours, two of those teams broke up. Dude, I'm so disgusted. All they do is put people together. Like you can't yeah. even have a tag division because you're just throwing people together. Like oh, or else when you do put them together, they break them up. Right, or else when they do, you do put them together. You know, it's just like kind of a huh situation. Or if you put some guys together that actually work and are good, you don't really push them. Like I really thought when Ziggler and Rue got together, I was like, I can see this. And then the thing is. They're pushing them like separately. They may they're basically yeah, making right. Robert Rue Ziggler's manager. <laughs> That's yeah. like, are we this is what we doing, dude? You know, come on. Yeah. But yeah, like, FTR, man. FTR, yeah. you know, in the Bucks just put on just put on a hell of a damn show. F, shout out I, FTR, man. I, I, I think we definitely need like a, like an episode or two, like where we kind of like just give our thoughts on on just like the current state of major wrestling whether it's wwe aew whatever is left above roh and, and um and maybe, maybe even impact i don't know but uh but yeah it's like it's like there, there's so many things right now that, that i think that once we kind of flesh out this podcast and and let people know like what it is that we're about like, like definitely i think that uh yeah there, there's there's so much that we kind of have to catch people up on as far as just like where we see things right now and kind of go yeah. go from there but um but yeah like this is uh absolutely yeah there, there's there's so much that, that can be that can be unpacked here yeah yeah well, yeah, so I, yeah go go ahead go ahead so we unified the universal title and the wwe title right so we right. have one we have one men's champion you about to make why, us think why do we still have two women's champions i think that's i think that's coming next See, yeah. your, your problem is you're trying to, you know, this is wrestling logic, and you're trying <laughs> to use common sense. That that's what yeah. you, that's what you got. I mean, I say, I mean, I say, SummerSlam, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair unified, tag belts unified. I mean, I don't even care about the the U.S. or Intercontinental title, but they only and you can keep those separate. You can keep those separate. Like, yeah. like keep one, one belt on Raw. Keep one like that. Those will be the yeah. ones that that still yeah, you, remain split. Yeah. But every like all the all the world belts, they yeah. want to be unified. Yeah, makes sense. Another thing too, SummerSlam. Another thing too, they got to put some respect on these mid card. Titles, man, on U.S. and Intercontinental. Like, like seriously, like the Intercontinental Champion has always been a person who you set him up to maybe one day be World Champion, or is always the person who's like the the workhorse. You know, what I'm saying well, yeah, of the it's, company. It's usually, you yeah, know, you're right. It's usually the person that's next in line to be that. Right. It's it, it, same thing with the U.S. Championship. You, you know. You know, WWE want to act like, oh, we've had the U.S. Stop it. That's that's the NWA, WCW, you know what I'm saying? The WCW thing. And and it was the same thing. Those were like your workhorse champions. You know, I, the last time, in my personal opinion, the U.S. championship was really taken seriously was when John Cena had it. And he was doing the U.S. championship open every week on Monday Night Raw. I, and that's just the last time I feel like it was really taken seriously. As for the Intercontinental champion, I, I can't really tell you the last time it was taken seriously. Probably one of the, really, the many times Miz had it. 
I was gonna say when Miz had it and he was fighting like he fought like Reigns, he fought uh, yeah, and he was he like, This a, is the A championship, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he pulled a it's just like, yeah, because it's just uh, like, yo, Brock put some respect. Brock had the world belt. He was gone, so Miz was always the right. Yeah, yeah. stuff. So yeah. And, 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 I will and say not. this: one uh, mid card championship belt that is being taken serious is uh, the uh, TBS Network Champ. Um, yeah. The carry. Twenty four seven. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I literally oh, just. I thought that title had disappeared until you just no. uh, mentioned it. But uh, Jade Cargill, that's her name, right? I always fuck up her last yes. name. I don't know why. Um, bruh. Bruh. I Man. fucking I love her. If we it. ever get a guest, I, I want her to be first. It. Yes. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Actually, uh, <laughs> What, what Whatever that you thinking about, she's that one. Okay, um, I, I, I love her. The bat. Can we talk about the baddie section real, real quick? The bat. <laughs> who does that? Like, I. How can you not love this woman? The presentation. Who does that? Did you say who does that? Who does that? Love that. Who came up with it? Like, I love that kiss she gave. Yeah. Your uncle's about to get nasty, Bruh. HLA. But no, you, you, saw, you saw um your girl uh Kiara Hogan talk about uh she wanted uh next to uh at Jade and I was like is she gonna want to kiss. kiss Jade because uh because uh me sign me up pay per view like, here we go let's I, go baby I never got an AEW pay per view but I would get that one baby boy let me yes, tell sir. you. Cause she is yeah. uh, doing it, but just uh, you know, we we your nasty uncles, you know, we get that. We're sorry, we, we're, we're we're expressing uh, uh, toxic male energy. But I will say, just 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 as an athlete, as a presence, man, she yeah. is fucking dope, so, man. And hey, she has a million dollars written all over it. From the first time when she and did green uh, with Shaq, the green hair, she's money. Like just just get a money yeah. print machine, cause she gonna produce it for you, bro. Like yeah. Just everything about her, man, is just is so dope. She and she's getting better. Right, she's getting better. That's the one thing. Improving on the mic and and you know physically on the mic. She's great That's on the, the mic. one thing. That's the one thing I appreciate the most is that is she's not think? just setting her. Uh, she's not setting her laurels in the ring. She's actually getting better as an in-ring performer, and it, it kind of reminds me of uh, not to this extreme, but. Remember when Trish Stratus first started wrestling? We were all like, oh okay, my right. God, this, yeah. Not Take your clothes off. Break, but she yeah, got it, was, it was that era. Right, bra panties. Right, bra panties, man. Right, and she actually got better. She got so much better ring, but Jane has gotten so much yeah, better. Yeah, it was a trick. And she's yeah. putting in the actual, she's putting in she actual is. work. And it's like, it's like when Cody had. He says, like, give oh. Jade the Cody lift, the little thing that he's out there because she she's money, like you said, man. She's money. She is. Yeah, I love how she even had uh, the little drinks that had that bitch on her under her eyes. I just oh, I I can't say it enough she is, about she is her. Embracing it, man. I love it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's embracing the lifestyle. I mean, she was on Wale Mania. Um, uh, shout outs to. Um, you know, all the people that put that together, um, that, that is such a dope event. I, I saw that um over the weekend, so 
you know, shout out to, to everybody involved in that. She was she was doing it even there, man. But listen, fellas, I, I think uh I think we're gonna call it an episode. Um I think we um you know this is just a little taste of uh what you're gonna hear. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, hold what's up, what's up? Hold on, yes. we might be running over, but we're gonna stick with it in picture in picture. Oh shit! <laughs> Kill me on that. We are we are Stick such wrestling nerds, I tell you. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, so we're going to be doing this each and every week, and um, oh my you god, know, this was a lot. <laughs> but fellas, this was a lot of fun, man. Thanks, thanks, um, everybody for listening, and um, you you know, you're gonna got me away from the for <laughs> yeah, got, oh, wow. We're gonna edit this part out. No, we're not. We're, we're, we're keeping this part in. We're totally keeping this part in. No, we're, we're not. Keep it in there. <laughs> keep it in there. All right. We're here for divorce. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't want a divorce. We just we're, we're gonna have one episode of Jake Wrestling, every man. Folks. I can do it every night. <laughs> <laughs> That's like this is my real life. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody from the uh, Black, uh, um, wow, I was about to give my old podcast. Not going to oh. do that, but from the the hard <laughs> R, the hard <laughs> R, we wanted to, you know what, I'm, we're not doing the shade, the shade. Everybody from, I, I want to speak on behalf of the hard R wrestling podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we're going to see y'all next week. Peace. All right, peace, everybody. Yes. In recording. Yes. And my mic just fell. That was perfect. That was just in recording.